unreleased track. Hi, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Would you have me make a choice? Do I join the revolution? Will I be just another voice? In the chorus of confusion? Well, I don't know anymore Cause I fought them once before Yes, I fought them in the Spanish Civil War Oh, the fuel upon the fire Paint the fact and not fiction Compose an anthem to inspire Reflect the human crucifixion Well, I tried it once, you know As a soldier in the snow In a dreary Russian winter long ago Hello, everybody, and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z, where today and our next episode, we will be discussing the final two unreleased tracks that we know of from the legendary Billy Joel. In this episode, the song you've never heard is entitled, Where's the Revolution? I like doing the question mark ones like that. <laughs> yeah, but this one does not technically have a question mark. No, it doesn't technically have one, but where's the revolution? What's the deal with the revolution? (laughs) Uh, Where's the revolution is an unreleased demo recorded in the early 1970s, possibly 71, maybe 73, possibly before the Cold Spring Harbor album, maybe in between the Piano Man and Cold Spring Harbor. It's hard to explain or hard to know, but oh, what a surprise, not on the My Lives compilation album. Just another example of what a piece of crap that album is. There are no rankings. And Alon, whether you like this song or not, it should be on the My Lives compilation album. Yes? It's exactly what My Lives should have been about. Maybe they're holding it for My Lives too. <laughs> oh, God. That's as good as the greatest hits, Volume 3. It's got 12 versions of Christy Lee on it. <laughs> Right, it's got the uh, the remix of Christy, the dance mix of Christy Lee, Christy Lee, Christy Lee. Uh, yeah, this um, song is actually quite good. It's very beautiful. It's a good song. I don't know if it fits on any particular album besides Cold Spring Harbor, possibly, but I can see where he didn't use it. 
Yeah, I think so. I think this definitely feels like a Cold Spring Harbor song, but anything after that, it really wouldn't fit at all. Right. But yeah. it sounds like other Cold Spring Harbor songs. Piano ballads sounds kind of like Tomorrow Is Today in a lot of yeah. places, which did make the album. So it makes sense maybe that this was like extra because it just sounded too much like some of the other stuff. Yeah. Plus, I was thinking uh, it's possible if he wrote this in his head around 6970 when the Beatles revolution came out, he might have been thinking in that vein as well that which is it. Yeah, he might he might have been thinking. Uh, I just I guess we must have talked about his version of Revolution, the the Beatles demo that he did that was never released. Also, I think so. Is that the one they had like a weird music video for? I don't know, but I have a a version of it that I just heard, which sounds amazing. You want to hear it? Yeah. It's really good, but I think covers like that kind of stink because it's just so spot on to the yeah. actual song. I if I would never have guessed that was Billy Joel doing it. I would have thought it was just like another take on, you know, from the Beatles recording sessions. Yeah, the only thing it didn't have with it was the backup vocals of the rest yeah, there of the guys. Any, no, none of the shooby doo ops in the back there. Yeah, because what's that band that all the TV guys are in, like Will Lee, who he's worked with before, uh, where they do Beatles albums live and they get everything exact down to what, is. Uh, what is the name of them i can't remember it's a bunch of the tv guys will lee i think uh uncle floyd's brother you know all these guys that got together and did tour and they would do albums and they would make them exact that every every tone and nuance and instrument was supposedly perfect wow so people love, and we know how Billy feels about the Beatles, recreating that stuff. And I was just looking at the original Beatles one about Revolution because I was trying to figure out the timeline, and it, it, it came out on the White Album, so around 69, 70. So definitely right 60, around the time. 68, 68, right? Oh, 68? Yeah. So it came around right around the time when Billy was probably thinking about this. But boy, when you listen to that, fuzz guitar or whatever it is and that kind of sound that they were able to recreate or create back then so intense it's so, so amazing right yeah, such a great song and uh, yeah maybe billy wrote this and it could have been that Artie rip was like we don't need another song about like revolution like the beatles just did that maybe it was sort of like come on man this is a little too derivative in terms of the title yes and he also got in trouble for that too because apparently up until then, besides Taxman, the Beatles really didn't take a side. So people were upset by this and they were begging John Lennon to take a side. So this is that kind of song. But the 
best part about what Billy Joel has done here with Where's the Revolution is he's not taking a side. He's saying, where does a musician fit in or an artist fit into during a war? How do they fit into a war? What can they do to help? Yeah, which is a question that guys like you and me probably always think. Like, if there was a draft, we're not guys you want on the front line. What can we do? Can we have a funny radio show? Right. We would do the USO tour. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be on the kick line, but not the front line. I think about that all the time, but that's still helping your country, too, because it's, you know, the guys that uh, (laughs) was the the great line of the Big Bang Theory, you know, which is about um, a small, small what? I thought it was about banging. Isn't it a show about sex? Yeah. Woo! No, it's uh, it's uh, about a bunch of nerds, scientists, oh. that like comic books and all this kind of stuff. And he, you know, was obsessed with this big, beautiful, wonderful blonde woman across the hall. And then one of the first seasons, she's like, she's drunk and he's dressed as a hobbit and she's dressed as a sexy cat. And uh, he, she's like, why can't more guys be like you? And he's like, because society wouldn't be able to survive. so yes we can be the entertainment for the guys that will help us uh, our society survive and that's how we can contribute but those are the questions asked in this song yeah and i think it's asked very beautifully i think the the verses are really nice great like poetic lyrics you read some of the lyrics very visual would you have me make a choice? Do I join the revolution? Will I be just another voice in the chorus of confusion? Well, I don't know anymore because I fought them once before. Yes, I fought them in the Spanish Civil War. Yeah, this guy loves the Spanish Civil War, Ooh, right? What the yeah. hell's the matter with this guy? <laughs> it just sounds so good in a song. He was like, I want to do this again in a few years. Yeah, right. It's so weird. I mean, what kind of artist mentions the Spanish Civil War in multiple songs? <laughs> they burn the churches up in Harlem. The rhythm of the verses is interesting. The, the rhyme scheme is very simple, but it kind of, I don't know, it feels almost like a childish, um, like a nursery rhyme or something. Because it's just like A, B, A, B, A, B, B, or something. It's like so, it's almost like a rap song in a way. If he wanted to rap this, he could sort of get away with that. It's true. I didn't even notice the rhyme, right? Would you have me make a choice to join the revolution? Will I be just another voice in the course of confusion? Well, they don't know any more. Because I fought the ones before in the Spanish Civil War. So it's A, B, A, B, C, C, C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's look at the <laughs> next something one. very weird. Yeah, yeah, let's see if it did the next one works that same way. Yeah, it looks like it does. Throw the fuel upon the fire. Paint the fact and not the fiction. Compose an anthem to inspire. Reflect the human crucifixion. Well, I tried it. Won't you know? As a soldier in the snow. In a dreary Russian winter long ago. This guy also likes talking about Russia. He's obsessed with Russia and the Spanish Civil War. What's the matter with this guy? He likes like the unpopular parts of war. <laughs> right. <laughs> he likes the unpopular parts and war and those particular wars. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out like who is this narrator? So someone who fought in the Spanish Civil War, which is like in the late 30s, 
And then also someone who I guess was in some jury Russian winter. And I was looking it up and there were Russians like the Soviet Union sent like 2000 soldiers to fight in the Spanish Civil War. So this could be a guy like a Russian soldier who went to go do that. And then years later is fighting, you know, in World War Two in a dreary Russian winter. And but he also wants to be a clown. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not right. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Hey, Victor, you know, I don't know. You know, I wrote a, kind of a song about you a long time ago. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard. It's unreleased. You can look at look it up on YouTube. Oh, it is unreleased. Yes, of course. I would have heard it. You idiots. I heard it on the Billy Joe A to Z podcast. Those two give you a lot of shit, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> but especially Liberty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I sound like triumphant some comic dog right now. <laughs> <laughs> With who you just met. I did. That was exciting. <laughs> that was exciting. I should have invited him on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, God, that would have been awesome. I think <laughs> he's hard to work with. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Yes. From someone else who was there with him. Oh, yes. I've, you know, I've worked with him many times. <laughs> yeah, like he's a stress ball, basically. Well, he's just a perfectionist and he uh, has a certain way of getting it together. Mm. Absolutely. Thanks absolutely. to this strike. I mean, think about it. There won't be new episodes of Young Sheldon or Night Court or Emily in Paris. Hold on, what side am I on again? <laughs> Here's that last verse. See if it does the same thing. It's a little looks a little different. So I'll leave it in your hands to fulfill the obligation. Can the measure of a man's I added the S in be the fruit of his creation? Question mark. Uh though our talk was incomplete and our meetings didn't meet, I'll be with you when you're fighting in the street. And you're okay. It works. Right. A A A B A B C C C. Yeah. Never heard of a rhyming scheme like that. Someone else tell someone write it into us and be like, oh, in, in poetry, that's called a Skoboygan. And it's a special <laughs> thing that was invented in 1592 by <laughs> someone else. Obviously, you know, this was written while the Vietnam War was going on, and he's probably just sitting there like I feel like a dick because I'm not doing anything. And yet, of course, I don't want to be drafted. So how can I help? And and then, you know. Uh, what uh, 10 years later 10 years later he wrote a song you know as he you know these that's why these unreleased tracks are great here's a little song he wanted to say something his voice is amazing on this track amazing young beautiful billy yeah i joel. love that young billy joel voice right before all the smoking kicked in and uh then in 10 years later he writes the perfect what he could do to write a song to help his friends that were vets coming back home in Goodnight Saigon. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he said that at that time he was a little bit worried about writing a song about the war until like his friends kind of gave him their blessing to do it. So maybe when he wrote this, he was like, I don't know, maybe it feels weird to put this kind of thing out there as someone who's not fighting. Yeah, of course, makes a lot of sense. However, here's the thing when you're talking about this uh, war, especially what's, what's the line? Compose an anthem to inspire which was writing a song like this to inspire. When I heard that, I was saying, you know, like he did with Christmas in Fallujah, if he kind of gave this to a young writer, singer, songwriter, and kind of made it, or just even for himself to make it for Ukraine or something, and kind of gave them a little anthem to work with and put all the proceeds to Ukraine help. Yeah. I think it would have worked. Yeah, he should bring it back. 
Dust this one off for some uh, war relief. Well, I had seen somewhere that he was doing something on Twitter where he was helping some town in Colorado get picked for a makeover on like one of those HGTV things or something. Uh I'm like, why is he doing that? (laughs) You know, you can really take one of your old songs and make a country some money that needs help. Yeah, it would be a nice thing for him to do. Anything. We're just trying to inspire him to do anything to write another song or dust off an old song. Yeah, and that's what he did with Christmas in Fallujah, right? Didn't all those profits go to something? The Billy Joel Fund. <laughs> the Billy Joel Meal Fund. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember, but maybe it went to like the uh, Iraq veteran. That's what I thought. I thought wounded warrior. Kind sure. Of thing. Yeah the uh, the other song all all my life. Mm-hmm. That's the one that all just went to his divorce settlement, which he needed. You know that's okay. Yeah. We know he <laughs> needed some extra money. I mean, it's not. You know, it's not a secret that he lost. He wrote it when his marriage was brand new, but he knew it was going to go towards the divorce settlement. Right. He's like, I'll, yeah. I'll save this up. I'll use it for Valentine's Day, but I'll save it up just in case. Yeah. Special funds. I'm for, not falling for that again. Katie Lee. Right. <laughs> I just met Katie Lee's brother and he seems suspicious. Yeah. He wants to do a business deal with me. <laughs> Exciting. Katie, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. My brother's awesome. Very trustworthy guy. You know what I like about that marriage is that they're still very close. I mean, Katie Lee. I she, He hired her as his personal chef, right? Is that true? No, but wouldn't it be funny if oh. she's still around the house just cooking for the family? Yeah, that would be great. But I think they're friends, which makes me happy. That, that Long Island is a small circuit. You got to make sure you're friendly. Or, it sure you know, is. You can't, yeah. well, that's can't why go to this he, party because she might be there. Yeah, that's why you could never not be friends with Christy Lee, let alone that they share a child together. Yeah. One thing we didn't talk about yet is the chorus of the song, which I think is the weak point of the song. He just repeats, hey, where's the revolution? Oh, because I don't know. Ten times in this song. And it kind of feels like a sing-along moment. Like he could picture this in a concert where the band stops playing and he starts clapping his hands above his head. And he's like, come on, everybody. (laughs) Hey, where's the revolution? Oh God! For me, it doesn't give me any kind of emotion. I like the verses a lot more than this chorus. And that to me makes this not as good of an unreleased track as some of the other ones that we've looked at, like Great Ships and Great Oceans and Long, sure. long Time. It, what you're saying it reminds me of when Paul McCartney made everybody sing his new song on September 11th, which I think was just called Freedom, and he was trying to get everybody to sing along. Come on, everybody sing with me. But they, that was the first time they ever heard it. But yeah, you're like, no, you do gonna... it first a few times, and then I'll pick up. Yeah, and nobody was going to tell Paul McCartney no, so you see like Bon Jovi on stage struggling and everybody trying to be polite to Paul mm-hmm. McCartney, but it was ridiculous to have them sing along to a song no one had ever heard. That's that's what you just reminded me of saying that. <laughs> yeah, doing that. Come on, where's the revolution? <laughs> <laughs> what is, how does it go? What's the verse again? Hey, where's the revolution? Oh, because oh, I don't oh, know. Because I don't know. But everybody, hey, hey where's the revolution? Because I don't oh. know. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no, you idiot. There's an O before the because I don't know. Oh, don't sorry. worry. There's 10 more tries. You'll get it right. One of these. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you know. It's like when you're at a concert and they do one of those like sing along moments where the band stops, but then the crowd isn't loud enough and you just hear nothing. Right. And the, and the singer realizes, oh, they don't really like this song as much as I thought. Yeah, that happens a lot. And people should be much more aware of that. This is not Piano Man. 
where he can completely shut off and everybody's going to sing the chorus or quite frankly, good night Saigon, which he got it right. Yeah. I mean, that's, if we look at it that way, he really figured this song out and everything wanted to do. If he indeed wanted what you're saying in that chorus, then boy, good night Saigon. He really figured it out. He sent a message and he had a sing along. (laughs) Yeah. Very impressive. It really is fascinating. And again, not to put it on the, my lives album, when you're trying to get into this guy's head, trying to figure him out, trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together of like, you know, we since we just did the nylon curtain and we we're completely fascinated on his thought process and all that kind of stuff. And this is the kind of song that you really want to get interested in and to not put it on this stupid compilation. Just doesn't make any sense. You're right. It's not the best song, but I could just take away the vocals and have the piano piece if, if these were different vocals I, I i could listen to his voice for days but you could just listen to this as an instrumental and it would be terrific yeah right i just want to see i want to hear him play when he had fingers that still worked and i want to hear him sing right. when his voice was still nice i, I like yeah. any old material from him just because of it's like you could imagine all the later songs if they had this guy singing them it'd be pretty cool yeah he really this is where you realize he really is the piano man and not because he's doing tricks like angry young man or running on ice or, you know, playing stuff that we know only he can do, but because he really just used to started composing on a piano and singing. And this is that it is. Well, folks, that was Where's the Revolution? If you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single song. Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z and give us some feedback. We have one more unreleased song. Does that make you happy or sad? (laughs) That's a tough call. (laughs) Should Billy have called this Where's the Revolution number nine? Yes. Because I don't know. Because I don't know. Because I don't know. Because I don't know. Well done. Do you like the ABABCCC rhyme scheme? Oh, who doesn't? That's one of my favorite I love it. Schemes. And do you think you would have ever heard of the Spanish Civil War if it wasn't for Billy Joel? <laughs> I think not. You might be right. You may be right. You may be right. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Alon Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. So I leave it in your hand To fulfill the obligation Can the measure of a man Be the fruit of his creation Though our talk was incomplete And our meanings didn't meet I'll be with you when you're fighting in the street Oh, Hey, where's the revolution? around.